True story. At the large church I worked for in Phoenix, Arizona, I asked, okay, I nearly begged the worship leader to let me up on stage. Can I sing? Well, obviously I can sing. I mean, maybe not always on key, but I can sing. And I love to worship. I seriously wanted to worship God on stage like they did so badly. I even told him to turn my mic off. I just wanted to worship on stage in that atmosphere. Laugh all you want, but really, what is it about the worship team at church and how they worship God so well? Look, you are a worshiper too. And today my hope is to open your eyes and your mind to worship God in your own life and in your way every single day. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl next door, Christian mentor and life coach. For the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. All right, y'all. I really want to talk about this because I think sometimes we have this idea of what worship is and what worship is not. Like there are things that qualify and things that don't. Actually, as I was sitting in church last week, the pastor mentioned worship and how he doesn't have the best voice and people have mentioned it jokingly in the past. Oh, I'm right there with him. (laughs) You heard the introduction to this episode. But this just stirred up in me to make clear to you all how we actually worship the Lord, like with more than just songs. I totally know my pastor's heart, and I actually love his sense of humor, and I know 99% of people in the building knew exactly what he was saying and related to him in that moment. But I'm different, and I'm different because God made me different, and I'm different because I have a podcast that I'm always seeking topics to talk about, and I'm different because my mind is so curious, and I ask weird questions all the time. So while I was sitting there listening to the sermon— I thought about sharing and maybe even confirming or clarifying to you how you can worship God in your daily life, and quite possibly how you're already worshiping Him and not even recognizing it or giving yourself or Him that credit in the moment because you're just calling it life. So we are jumping right in today. Okay, now if we go straight to a dictionary, worship is defined as to honor or show reverence for as a divine being or supernatural power, to regard with great or extravagant respect, honor, or devotion. Great, I agree. And still struggle a little bit. It's the phrase as a, to honor or show reverence for as a divine being or supernatural power. As a. There are people who worship Beyonce. There are people who worship Kobe Bryant. There are times we use a phrase like, we worship the ground they walk on. So I guess where I struggle is that I want to make the word worship only mean God, only from a biblical standpoint. But in reality, it's a word. It has a definition for this world, just like the word robe or the word cross. It honestly is feeling weird for me to even say these things, but I think it's actually really heightening my own awareness of what I really want to talk about, but also really understanding the world we live in. I don't want to go on a big tangent, but I can't expect everyone, especially unbelievers, to define worship biblically. That's not part of their vocabulary yet. But right now, for these next 20 minutes or so, I'm talking straight up about worshiping God, my Lord, my Savior, the one who saved me, the creator of the heavens and earth. I am talking today about worshiping Him. 
So let's go. My desire with nearly every episode is to help you see, hear, and experience God in a fresh way in your life. So today I'm sharing five ways to worship God in your life every single day. And then at the end, you can add like 20 more of your own. That's actually my full prayer for real. So number one, sing to him. Ovs, I'm starting with this one because this is what inspired the entire episode. And I couldn't exclude it. Sing songs of worship to the Lord. This is clearly in the Bible. David sang songs of worship to the Lord. Heck, he wrote many songs of worship to the Lord. We now have an entire genre of music labeled worship music. But I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to open up your experiences to recognize worship as not just music, not just singing. The Bible says to make a joyful noise to the Lord. And here's what I have to say about that. The Lord's definition of joyful is not the same as the world's definition of joyful. And I need you to catch this point clearly because worship is not a gift. It's not one of the gifts of the spirit that you may say you have or you don't have. Worship is a way of life. Worship is a posture of your heart. Worship's not a gift, at least not in the sense that we think of God giving us gifts. Now, singing may be a gift that you have. Singing with a beautiful voice that the world perceives as incredible, that may be a gift. But the act of worship? Nope. I fully 100% believe that God loves the sound of my voice when I sing to him, when I worship him with songs. I believe that wholeheartedly. I do. Whether I'm in the shower, in the car, or in church belting it out at the top of my lungs on key or off, to the Lord, I believe he receives my worship, my singing to him, as a joyful noise. I'm his daughter. Did y'all grow up in the 80s and 90s like me? If you didn't, you missed out, but everything's coming back around now, so you'll probably get this right now anyway. But when I grew up, we would make up songs, rhymes, raps, and we didn't have phones to record them on. We would have the cassette deck, you know, the one that you would press play and record at the same time to actually make it record. Well, my brother and I would make up songs, like I think most kids do and did. Have you ever written a song or a rhyme about your dad, about your mom? Like, here's my dad. He's so great. He stands at six foot eight. I mean, whatever, whatever it is, right? No key, no beat necessarily, but words of worship, words of praise. My dad didn't care one bit what key I sang in when I recited a poem to him that I wrote about him or read a Father's Day card that someone else wrote, but the attributes about the father were true from my heart to his too, you know? Sing your song of worship unto the Lord. Okay, let's move on because although I could stay there the entire time, the point I want to make today is to open your experiences beyond music when it comes to worshiping the Lord. So number two, worship the Lord with service. First Peter chapter four, verse 10 says this, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Peter then goes on to say, do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. Serve others. It will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. That is an act of worship. That is an act of surrender. Here's the thing though. The gifts you have, you first have to actually recognize that they are gifts from God. He gave you that ability to calculate and work with numbers so well that you're now a top accountant at your firm. He gave you the ability to speak so powerfully in front of a crowd. He gave you the gift of being empathetic. He gave you the gift of working with your hands. The first step in worshiping God with your service is to actually recognize that the abilities you have come from Him. Because here's again where I think we can so easily twist this another direction. 
I wouldn't say I have a special gift to work with children, like children's ministry at church, like daycare, teaching kids, any of those. Of course, if it's my niece and nephew, I am all in, but children's ministry at church, not a gift I have to do it joyfully and serve in that way. But I did volunteer and serve at the kids' summer camp last year. And I can definitely call that worshiping the Lord with service. That definitely qualifies, right? The church had a need. I stepped up and served. You may serve as a greeter, as an usher, as a teacher, as a singer. Yes, that is worshiping the Lord with service. But I want you to recognize in your own life and in your own everyday life how you worship the Lord with service today. How can you actually do that? What do you actually do every day, maybe even without thinking about it? What do you do for a job, a career? What do you do for your family? How do you serve others daily? Got something? Okay, now repeat after me. God, every day I, here's where you fill in the blank, work as an accountant, take care of my children at home, teach others, volunteer in my community. I recognize that that gift I have to do that well, I recognize that gift came from you. And today when I, again, you fill in the blank, Help me to be aware that as I'm doing it today, that you blessed me with that ability. And every single day when I do this, I am worshiping you with my service. This isn't about me. This isn't about a paycheck. This isn't about status for me in this world. With my service every single day, I can worship you. Man, that's seriously one of the best realizations I think we can catch as believers. With what you do every single day, with the awareness, the recognition, and love for the Lord, you can worship Him through your service. Okay, third, worship God with your words. I was about to drop the scripture that power of life and death are in the tongue. You know, that's the one we always throw out there when we speak about our words. But what I really want you to understand in this point is this, and let me put the emphasis in the right spot when I say it this time. Worship God with your words, your words. So I'm not talking about speaking or singing words that someone else wrote. I'm talking about worshiping the Lord with your words. Remember the definition of worship that I mentioned earlier, to honor or show reverence for as a divine being or supernatural power, to regard with great or extravagant respect, honor, or devotion. I'm hesitant to even say the word pray right now, but throughout the day today, I'm challenging you to worship the Lord with your words. And your words might simply be, God, I worship you. God, you are so powerful, supernaturally powerful. I have the utmost respect and honor for you. How else can you show that reverence, that honor with just your words? Well, if you need some ideas, head back to the episode I dropped a couple weeks back all about the five things I intentionally say to God every day. Look, God knows you, like really knows you. He created you. Yes, you, just as you are. Your words probably aren't the same as your pastor's words. Your words probably aren't the same as William Murphy's words, as Stephen Furtick's words, as Chandler Moore's words, as Pastor Tim Ross's words. I'm telling you, you have such a special and unique way that you speak. You already know that. So speak to God like that. Worship Him with your words. Your words. Inside Story, my fave five, my top three that I spoke about last week, rarely do I answer the phone when any of them call with a standard, Hello? I speak to them differently because we have a different level of relationship. They get a, yo, son, what up? They get a, good morning. (laughs) They get a sarcastic, well, look who decided to call back. My personality is not basic and neither is yours. You speak the way you speak and God knows that. He made you that way. So worship him with your words. Do I say, yo, God? Yep, I do. 
I mean, I may not say like, well, look who decided to call back. I may not say that because he's probably saying that to me more often than not as I drag my feet sometimes on his plans. But the point is, you have your own words. Use them to worship the Lord. Your own words. Okay, let's move on. Number four, worship God with your body. I swear, I don't want to use all the cliche Bible verses that people use. I don't, I don't know if cliche Bible verse is an oxymoron or not. Let me restate that. All scripture is inspired by God. It's all useful for teaching, for rebuking, for training up in righteousness. But I also think sometimes people often pull out one verse and use it as like the only standard for that point. Is your body a temple of the Holy Spirit? It sure is. The Bible is clear about that. And with years, like decades of experience in health and fitness, there's so much more to that and how we can worship God with our bodies. And I'm not going to spend too much time on this one because if you've known me for a while or listened to me, you know where I stand when it comes to physical health and taking care of your body physically. I believe we have a responsibility to take care of this one body we have. I remember when my niece started to lose her teeth and then the big teeth were growing in and I remember saying to her, all right, Liv, now these new teeth, these big teeth, these ones you have to keep forever. Like they're the only ones you get. You're not going to lose them and grow more. So you have to take care of them. Brush, floss, all the things. These are the only ones. So what about your body? It's the only one you've got. Let me say this because it just popped into my mind. So I'm trusting it's from the Holy Spirit and it's for me to say, we are not to worship our bodies, but we are to worship God. And by showing honor and reverence and great respect for our bodies, we actually are worshiping God. See, because here's the thing, showing honor, reverence and respect for, which is technically the definition of worship without the as a divine being or supernatural power. Remember, it's that part. But doing those things, showing those things to and for our bodies, we are worshiping the Lord and those characteristics are so much more than physical health, muscles, and nutrition. As believers, we know that nothing we have is truly ours, but we are the managers of it. We are to steward it well. Oh, that was a great episode. Head back to the episode on stewardship if you haven't heard it yet, or just go back for a refresher. But our bodies are in that. We are to steward our bodies well. All this to say, we worship God with our bodies, and we can do this every day by what we put in our bodies, what we put on our bodies, how we move our bodies, how we use our bodies to serve others, not to manipulate or exploit or cause others to fall. Okay, let me go here for a second. (laughs) Coming from the fitness industry and time as an assistant manager for Lululemon, your girl knows a thing or two about leggings, about athletic attire, about tight clothing. It's sometimes a tough discussion for me, honestly, but let me say this. When I go to church, and I've been like this for many, many years, I am fully aware of what I wear. And here's why. I'm not going to go on some modesty kick, although that's probably the basis of it, but my real truth is this. I know what my body looks like. I've worked hard for it to look like this. And the last thing I need is a man behind me, married or single, to be distracted because my body is jiggling and bouncing in his field of view while he's trying to worship the Lord with his singing. There, I said it. I've actually said that with friends for years, but I don't know if I've ever said it publicly. Proof that 49 episodes in and I'm just getting more open in this podcast. So you are getting all the realness. Look, if I'm wearing leggings to church, you better believe I've got a long jacket or a shirt tied around my waist. I'm just very aware. 
Now, you could argue that I should be the same in public and maybe someday I'll fully get there. Well, I'm not out here in bike shorts and a sports bra in the mall calling it 2022 fashion. Like for real, I saw a woman in the airport like that. My goodness, first of all, I'm covered up at the airport because I don't want my bare skin touching the seats and everything that everyone else is touching. I just don't get it. (laughs) Okay, Kayla, bring it back. Look, the bottom line... Worship the Lord with your body, with decisions you make regarding your body, with how you treat your body, how you think about your body, and how you use your body, how you respect your body, how you require others to respect your body. You can fully worship God every single day with your body. And finally, let's hit this last one. You can worship God with your restraint. See, I wanted to say obedience, but I feel like that's too obvious. Why do I do that every episode? Because that's how the Lord really teaches me. I'll be like, God, I think it's this. And he's like, yeah, Kayla, duh, obviously. I've been saying that to you for like years. Maybe if I say it this way, you'll take some action and understand better. See, that's actually how we roll. And I love that we have that kind of relationship. And that as I've grown in my relationship with God, I understand and hear him more clearly in situations like this. So, You can worship God with your restraint, like every single day. This one right here is so, so personal, but you can also be so creative with it if you recognize it as an act of worship to the Lord. Like for instance, if you've decided to really focus on stewarding your finances in a better way, following a budget, planning for some specific future goal, that restraint to not drive through and get a $7 coffee in the morning, that restraint, if you recognize it that way, is actually worship to the Lord and to the commitment you made to stewarding your finances better, um, the finances he blessed you with. See, I'm so glad the Holy Spirit brought this word up, restraint, because it's different than obedience. Obedience is do what I say, right? Whereas restraint is stand strong. You got this. That's a temporary want. You've got long lasting goals you're working on. Restraint is, Kayla, I know that would feel good. I know you think it would be fun and fix the situation, but trust me. I know best. I have a plan. Stay the course. Trust me. Have you ever thought of biting your tongue when you could really pop off at the mouth, like with validation? Have you ever thought of that as worship to the Lord? Have you ever thought of one small bowl of chips, not the whole bag, as worship to the Lord? Have you ever thought of literally only getting what's on your Target or Costco list as worship to the Lord? I know you may have chuckled. I mean, you know it's true. But what I'm telling you right now is that it's time to shift your mindset because this is true. You can worship the Lord every single day with your restraint. I'm not saying it's easy all the time, but I will tell you straight up from my own experience, when I learn and get it really into my spirit and my life that I am doing this or not doing that as worship to the Lord, ultimate game changer. All right, as I have said before, my goal with this podcast is to help you recognize God and experience Him in a fresh way in your life every single day. And today, I truly pray that you not only experience Him in a fresh way, but that your eyes have been opened to how you can worship Him every single day in your own life in a fresh way, or five fresh ways. Remember, worshiping the Lord isn't just about singing songs to Him. Truly, it's about your heart. It's about your motive. It's about your posture. The definition of worship says nothing about singing. So let me make sure you're really clear before I leave you today. 
You can worship the Lord certainly by singing to him, no matter what you think your voice sounds like. You can worship the Lord with your service. You can worship the Lord with your words, your words. You can worship the Lord with your body and you can worship the Lord with restraint. Now comes the challenge. I'm challenging you to try it, to make the shift in your mind, to become aware and recognize your actions as worship, to truly give honor and reverence to the Lord in these five ways, and then keep on adding to the list. You know what? Let me know what's on your list. I would love to hear it. You can send me a DM on social media or just screenshot this episode and share it in your stories on your page. And don't forget to tag me. So get out there today. Live your daily life just as you always do and do it as worship unto the Lord. Thank you for joining me this week. Did you know that enrollment to the Bible Time Accelerator program is always open? You can sign up for my latest free masterclass at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com or head straight to the details to enroll. And let me just say, you may have been hearing about my newest 30-day program, Bible Journaling Bootcamp. This is an incredible program to get your relationship with God to another level by journaling through your time with Him. Women's lives are being transformed in these 30 days. You can enroll today or jump on the wait list for the next round. This program fills up fast, so come on in. I would love to serve you. Let's keep in touch. Find me over on Instagram at Kayla Praise. I'll see you next time.